Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast no channel. <laughs> welcome back to my podcast. Yeah, my name is Marion. Thanks for tuning in yet again. So uh, I'm going to go back to the coming abroad series. I think I've neglected it enough. So uh, today I'm just going to go straight to the point, which is my visa experience. I'm going to give all of you a story of how that happened, uh, things, uh, tips that I, you know, encountered, what I saw. So yeah, so I gone to the embassy like twice uh, in 2019 December and this year January actually for my daughter so 2019 my embassy was on a Monday so this is where the story begins right so I live in Eldorado right and um I I went to Nairobi on a Saturday it was my friend's birthday so we went celebrated and everything on Sunday I was just chilling then I went out with my friend again just like for for, for, for just for eats basically I came back early, actually, by 8. I was like, let me go back, you know, be well-rested, then wake up early in the morning. So I had set my alarm for 4.30. Then I wake up by 5, uh, get ready uh, from 6, oh, from 5 to 6, uh, then leave the house 6 and be there by 7. Because my interview was at 7, and she'll be there 15 minutes before, so 6.45, right? So I got back to the house, went to bed, but for some reason I couldn't sleep. I was just, my mind was just so awake. And my friends were in the living room, which is the next room, and they were just catching up and everything. So me, I woke up and went and stayed up with them. Uh, we, you know, we catch up, whatever. We stayed up late till around 1, 1 a.m. actually. So we went to bed at 1 a.m. My alarm is at 4.30, which is fine. So I went to sleep uh, at 4.30, my alarm went off. I snoozed it, so I was like, let me snooze it till five, then wake up, get ready. So I snoozed it, and guess what? It, <laughs> I, I accidentally turned it off, actually. It didn't snooze, like, I hit the off button. So I was in bed till my friend's alarm went off at 6.10. Can you imagine? 6.10. And I mean, Madara I'm supposed to be in Gigiri. So for anyone who doesn't know Nairobi, like, those are east and west of Nairobi, literally, they are opposites apart so i woke up at 6 10 i need to shower i need to be there by 6 45 and you see where i'm where i'm at right now so i woke up went to shower quickly my friend uh, requested an uber buddha for me because now i had to use a buddha for sure which is motorbike yeah so um i showered like within 6 20 i was out of the house Every, thank goodness all my documents were in one folder so i just pick it up like put in my handbag and left took the Buddha guy, told the Buddha guy, who's the driver, like, please make sure you get there in good time. Like, I have a very big interview. Make sure you get in good time. Thank God, of course, for Nairobi Buddhas. Like, I think when you're in an emergency, you like Buddha Buddha drivers. What's on a normal day, you hit them. But that day, oh my God, like, he was speeding. He almost hit people in the road. And I was just laughing. Like, just keep, go- keep going. <laughs> so we went. Uh, I got to the embassy, actually, at 6.50 at the gates. I think 6.50. We kind of missed the gate. So we were up and down the UN place. So finally, I got to the uh, to the gate and I I queued. <laughs> I got there and they're like seven seven a.m. People go inside. When I went inside, the woman asked me, "Do you have nine thousand nine hundred for your visa? Because if you get a visa, you're supposed to pay nine thousand nine hundred for a student visa." I had no idea. I had no money on me, so I was told to go back. So again, I left. I went and looked for that money. I came back. I went inside. When I got inside, um. I was a bit late, so it was around 7.40 by then. So this guy's like, oh, you guys, 7 a.m. people, come forward. So we went forward, me and another guy. We were like, we went ahead of almost everyone, so we went there forward. So there were like three guys being interviewed before before us, me and that guy, then him, then me. So I got to the interview, to the interviewer. 
uh it was a lady she asked me a lot of questions actually most people who get visas they do, they're not asked many questions but for me i was asked a lot i was asked like up to 10 questions and i remember she was showing no emotions like you couldn't tell if i was getting it or you know if she was impressed or not like you couldn't tell anything she was just kept asking me question and questions after like one after another then finally she was like okay go and pay like nine thousand whatever nine thousand nine hundred like she gave me the green slip so there are two slips i think three or okay there are a couple mostly it's the green and the pink one so the pink one you denied the visa here green one go ahead and pay you you got a visa so she gave me the green one and it, ah, it was so nice like i just gave her the biggest smile ever <laughs> so yeah so that was it that was the experience of that day and then i left so by eight i was done actually called my family and they were surprised like what because i didn't call them before i didn't tell them anything i just went inside and afterwards i called them like hey god she was successful and it was so early like by eight people were just going getting to work or something so i was definitely excited for sure but like what are the chances the day you turn on your uh, you snooze your alarm it goes off like so even previously like different times i feel like just things started coming up like things are just coming up all the time whenever i was like uh going to do my exam something happened whenever i was going to do what something happened like i really think devil was against me all this time <laughs> i truly believe so all i can say is uh if you ever want to do anything in life just pray like just pray ahead of time even before you're in that moment always be praying for it because sometimes god fights battles for us if, before you know you know you need fighting because i think that one specifically that one and another one that happened before i truly believe the devil was trying to to work actively against me but no the power of prayer <laughs> we won so yeah so that was my experience so getting into details about uh what happened in the interview so i applied the for the interview so i'd done everything the deadline to apply for my school was october 15th i remember so after all that was done they sent me the i-20 which i needed to apply for the interview so in December, uh, in November actually, November around 5th, I applied for a slot in the interview, so in the embassy. So I applied for a slot by November 5th. The earliest was December 9th, see? So that, that was a whole month. That was a very, very long month of overthinking and sleepless nights, my God. I remember every day I'd wake up and tell my brother, oh, what if they say no? Oh, what if they, what if, you know, like just waking up with the different ideas. I couldn't do anything. I wasn't talking at that time. I was jobless. People are telling me, oh, if you are jobless, it's quite hard to get a visa because it means if you go, you won't come back. There's nothing tying you to Kenya. If I had listed all my siblings, all my family members on the on the website. So they're like, if you say you have a lot of members in the US, they'll say definitely you're not coming back or whatever. So they're low, like, they're just low chances of me getting a visa according to people's, um, you know, notion or something. So... That was a very long month, I remember. I Sometimes I couldn't sleep. Like, it was just so long. I could Every day, over, it was just overthinking. My brother is a bit calm. He's like, well, if you don't get that's fine, you know. But for me, like, no, that's life-changing for me. If I remain behind, what will I do with my life, right? So, yeah, so that was a long month of overthinking. Uh, uh, when the day got, uh, I went. That day I was calm, though. By the, day, by the time that day came, I was very calm. I was very... Uh, I had made peace with whichever way it goes. So I got to the interview and for sure he, she asked me if I'm working. I said no. She asked me why I want to do the uh, my master's. I answered. She asked me about my family. I explained that, you know, I have family in the U.S. or whatever. Uh, if I, you know, I'll be living with them or what. I said no, I had enough money to cover my tuition and everything. So I think it was a trick question because the last one, that was when she said fine, you can go and pay. So 
yeah, having people might be a slight an issue, but not not much as long as you explain yourself well. So something I noticed about the interviews, like the ones that are ahead of me, and most of them were denied actually, almost all of them besides the guy in front of me. And the thing I noticed, like when people are being interviewed, like at the embassy, they don't have their stories straight. Like uh, you could say, you know, the interview is trying to get to you to understand why you want to go, why you want to apply for the school, or whatever reason you want to go. And most of them were either wine, mumbling, you couldn't hear what they were saying, or just the stories weren't adding up from time to time. And this I also saw in the second time I went uh, with my daughter. Like, So I can say, if you're going to explain yourself, make sure your story is straight, like it flows from top to bottom, like you're saying the truth. And, you know, whatever you're saying, make sure it makes sense, even in your head. Don't... Because one thing I realize, these people are human beings. I don't think they're set to say no to everyone. Like, I, I don't think people, I don't think they, they're set to say no. Like, that's their intention. But I feel like if you explain yourself, you know, they'll understand what you want to say. Two of you could have the same reason, but, or, or for wanting to go abroad. But it depends on how you explain yourself and showing your intention and, you know, of why you want to go ahead uh, and do your master's. Something else I realized, like, as as I say, these people are human beings they are more likely to judge you by your appearance. Like, you know, they're just human beings. Like, you know how you see someone and you're like, ah, oh, this one, no, ah, oh, this one, yes, you know. So I feel like obviously dressing well, not too official, but just looking your best is, you know, it's it will go a long way. I remember this when I went for my daughter's interview, I went and made my nails literally for that because I'm like, I'm handling out documents, you know, small things like just looking at your nails. I don't know, I feel like, Things like that just sometimes they matter. They don't, but, you know, having clean nails and being dressed nicely and, you know, your hair looks on point, just being your best, not at the, over the top or whatever, just looking your best. And another thing, just, you know, I think the power of prayer goes a long way. Just pray, pray for that person, pray that they're having a good day, pray that, you know, their weekend was really good. Because for my daughter, when before I went, also having sleepless nights again, like... It was I booked the embassy like a December around seventeenth or something, and it was it wasn't due till May uh, January ninth sorry, so that was a long night also for me because it was even no ask because now I didn't want to leave her behind and ninth December is on a Wednesday so that entire weekend I was just praying that oh whoever's going to interview me please be having a good weekend please you know just praying for the emotion and just you know because that's how you pray for favor sometimes in another person you know. Because human beings, we're just susceptible to our baggage or whatever. Like, you might see someone and just automatically cancel them for no reason. Or you're just in a bad mood. You know, you see someone remind you of your ex. And, you know, that's it for the, for you. Like, And you can't do anything. Like, there's no right or wrong way to do it. So, prayer goes a long way for sure. I can say, keep praying before you start anything that you do. Make sure your documents are in check. And you have everything that you need. And your story makes sense. If you have to practice it with a friend, please do. And... Just make sure that your story, it just adds up and be ready for curveballs. If she asks something that you didn't expect, you know, when your story is straight, it's easier for you to answer than be, than start mumbling because now that that looks like you're lying or you don't know where you want to go or something. So there isn't any right or wrong way to go to the embassy, I say, uh, or how to answer your questions or not. Like, literally, there's nothing. I tried to Google everything and everything was just, just like, be honest, be yourself, be confident. And literally that's it there's there's just that's it i've seen people rejected for for any for small things and you never understand why and f- someone else will go 
with the same reason and also get a visa so there's just no right to of doing things and if you ever get an uh, a no you just remember that you know god has plans for everyone they he knows better than we know ourselves so sometimes a no means just to wait a little bit longer go and try again you never know don't give up don't beat yourself down if you get a no yeah and that's it for today thanks for listening have a good day or night see you next week